Comedy Pods proudly presents Garrett Teitelbaum. It's nice to see he's working. Joining me on the podcast today, Garrett Teitelbaum. It's nice to see he's working. Episode 121. Half of the We Got Next Comedy crew. I got Trey McDonough and Eric Weber joining me here today. Boys, how are you? Good, Trey. Make sure you talk into the microphone. You're oh, a goddamn sorry. professional. What do you? I'm, you're. I'm new at this. <laughs> it's so high up. What do you? How do I sound, Garrett? You're you're on top of it. All right, oh, Eric, good. You nailing it. How about now? I don't know, Trey. <laughs> the whole thing could go better. <laughs> I'm in a good spot. What are you doing? Give me like um. Nah, you ain't giving me shit. It's a Garrett and Eric show. What? It's fine by me. That rhymes so much better. It does. There you go. Okay, so you're on three. Eric's on two. We're going to reset, and we're going to get in. And we're going to start? Right. Nah, we started. I don't care. What oh, do you, nice. do you not like that first uh, minute? <laughs> yeah, I like it. That <laughs> success like it. story we just had. <laughs> Can you hear me from here, Garrett? Yeah, you okay. sound good there. Cool. You just sound amazing wherever you're at, Eric. <laughs> just keep doing what you're doing. Cool. I'm always louder than other people, so I always try to turn myself to be the second or third highest person. Eric's always the loudest in our podcast. Consistently. It yes. has to be Joey. It's, it's Chris breathing. <laughs> Chris mouth breathing. <laughs> breathing, screaming. It's, we haven't really pinpointed who's the breather, though. Now, technically, Screva appeared at the end of the Nate Nolf episode. I did a live interview with him at the Five and Dime when he was guest hosting once. So you two officially round out all four. So Chris... Never gonna get a real interview. I was, we, we, we we talked about it. We were just wondering oh, it. Yeah, we were like, was That's Chris awesome. on? We thought he was. I threw him in there. He yeah, has a bonus episode there at the end of the Nate Nolf episode. So that Nate Nolf episode was recorded at Hambones. No, well, I interviewed Nate, but actually, so the first time I ever met Nate Nolf was right after I did that fake interview with Scriva. We'll call it uh, fake. Okay, okay. I got to Hambones five and nine late. He offered me a spot knowing that I was probably just being polite at that. He's, I think he was being a good host. Yeah. That's what you do. You see somebody. You're like, hey, do you want you time? Know. And I was like, I'm in the building. I'll be obnoxious. Let me uh, <laughs> interview you on your hosting abilities. Right. So I just grilled him for like five minutes. Boom. On stage? On stage, Oh, yeah. that's awesome. And Nate came up and introduced himself. And he goes, hey, I'm a big fan of the show. That was actually really cool to get to be here. <laughs> and I hadn't met him at that point. So it was before his victory in the contest. Yeah. So I just was listening to the most recent We Got Next episode, which is available on iTunes, Stitcher, and... Lipson, Google Play? Yes. Lipson, yeah. Google Play, all the podcast houses. Do you guys on Laughable? I, feel I thought like that was a cat, but that was a chair. Sorry. I, got <laughs> <laughs> I feel like people are just making up things, and they're like, are you on this? And I'm like, that can't be a real site. There's no way. Are you on Aquafina? Laughable? Laughable is all comedy podcasts. No, I don't think we're on that, are we, Trey? No. No. We're just. I don't. I heard I'm not on Google Play. You're not. Like I was it's trying me. to just say that. Yeah, <laughs> I want to listen. You you don't hear my show? Yeah, I'll, I'll fund the Google Play aspect <laughs> of it because I guess it's a Droid thing, and we're alone. We're like left the new left hand. Well, on Droid, it's on Stitcher. You can use Stitcher, can't you? Oh yeah, yeah. I did. I did download that once. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get on Google Play. All right, yeah. that's the goal by episode one thirty one. I'll give myself ten weeks to do something very simple that I'm sure takes very little effort. What got you guys started in the podcast game after founding We Got Next? 
Maybe it was just, it was just like kind of luck. Uh, it was Joe's co co-worker owned a studio yeah. and wanted him to do a podcast even before he got into comedy. Even before comedy, I think it was supposed to be about him and him and his fireman buddy just yeah, like telling the, fireman stories. Like the day or, in the life of a fireman yeah. or something. He just knew Joey was told funny stories at the firehouse yeah. and just wanted him to you know do something at the at Firecase Studios, and then he, we all got into this and just decided it was a good way for us to get our name out there and maybe just have some fun, whatever. It was our way to talk to you guys. Like, more exactly. experienced comedians. <laughs> yeah. the only way you guys would talk. Hey, excuse me, nothing. And they're like, yeah. you want to do my podcast? They're like, what'd you say? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think it was probably the shows that you were booking yeah. more so than the, uh, the need to talk about ourselves. That well, we, to even people. ask you to be on a show, we had, we had to <laughs> come on and promote. Want to plug it on the podcast? Yeah. Want to yeah. come on our podcast and talk <laughs> about our show that we're doing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, have, do you have a favorite interview you've gotten to do so far? You've had a bunch of people on the show over the 27, 28 weeks you guys have been doing it. I would say Tom Usual was cool. You know, going, was cool. Yeah. I like uh, the one we had with Colin Chamberlain. Yeah. That was cool. Um, and then um, it's just Tom, Tom was our, our teacher at Arcade, so it was cool to, he was like, to, you know, almost like a check-in, like a... This, after a so long summer, how's the kid, how did everybody do their book? It's the like a parent-teacher yeah, conference. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, 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 you know, so it was cool to... To be back with him. You um, still use a lot of the skills that you learned in his oh, class? Because it's yeah. been, what, a year and a half? 100%. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's been about a year and a half. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, Tom, he taught was, us, Tom was a great teacher. He taught us all of our core things. Yeah. So. He taught, yeah. Take the mic out of the mic stand. Yeah. <laughs> move the yeah, mic move stand. Move the mic stand. Basic yeah. mechanics. Yeah, basic, so. basic things. <laughs> yeah, Tom was great. I can't say enough good about Tom Usual. Um, who else? I mean, do we, I thought we were fun episodes. We Wiz Khalifa's manager. Yeah, that was, that was uh, cool. That was cool just because I love like, Wiz Khalifa. Yeah, it was. You were like a total fanboy that episode. I got really was... excited for the episode. <laughs> <laughs> you big rap fans as uh, the We Got Next crew. You named after basketball, so we assume yeah. you're at yeah, least I'm not a, a sports big rap, group. I'm not a big rap fan. I'm a big Wiz Khalifa fan, but like rap in general, like not really. You, know? you like Mac Miller? Are you like a Pittsburgh exclusive kind of guy? Yeah, I rep, I rep Pittsburgh. I like Mac Miller, Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> Seen the Clarks 25 times. Yeah. Penny on the Donny floor. Iris. I'm all about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anything Pittsburgh, I, I love. I'm a huge Yinzer. I like. I think me and Joe like rap. We talk. Oh, you guys. We yeah. we it's reference Rockefeller guy. records constantly to Eric and goes right over his head. Well, Joe's like Facebook screen name is like yeah, volume Sean, Sean Carter volume yeah. two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's it like, gets, it gets he was like, give him my Facebook uh, fall or at, and I was like, what is it? It's like at at Joe Sean. Yeah. Was it Sean Carter? Sean Carter. I'm, like, I'm like, not giving that. The life and times volume yeah. too. You're in your 30s. Yeah. <laughs> so what are you listening to, Eric? I mean, is it exclusively just Wiz Khalifa and Matt no, Miller? No, Clark, absolutely Clark's not. Records? No. You got a Nirvana shirt on? Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll listen to anything. I go through phases. You know, like my my roommate's real into music. And he's got me on a on a Misfits kick right now. Okay. You know, so it, it's honestly uh, it depends on, you know, whatever whatever I'm in the mood for or whatever someone you know gets me into. Easily influenced. I'm Eric very, Weber. I'm very easily influenced. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pattern in my life. <laughs> now you and Joey knew each other before the class. And yeah. You two signed up kind of together. What was it like? Meeting two people that already kind of had a dynamic, got along well. How did you assimilate and trick them into letting them, <laughs> letting you be their third friend? Um, I, don't, I think we just kind of all got along from the start. You know, we have similar similar percent, you know, per, similar personalities. You know, um, so it wasn't too hard to kind of get in. You know, kind of you know shoot the shit with them. But uh, and actually, Joey knows uh, my brother and my sister in law. 
Oh, wow. Okay. So they, they all went to college together, and his wife knows my sister. You know, so like. It was fate. It was fate, man. It was, it was, it was, that, it was, we all took that class for a reason, man. We were going to be five <laughs> degrees with Joe Welsh, but then we decided <laughs> we got next was so much better. Yeah, I love that. I love a We Got Next reference. Um, for those of you who don't know, it's a pickup basketball term. <laughs> yeah. I'll always try to talk sports a little bit in my show. Not I'd everybody. Love it. I love it, please. Fan. Will- um, what would you say? Because I'm j- still genuinely surprised by how few stand up comics are sports fans in this city. Yeah, that makes no sense. I'm surprised how much are wrestling fans. I'm not that doesn't surprise, surprise I was me so, at all. I was, that doesn't surprise me. I didn't me know that this was like like I've been in three uh, Royal Rumble pools. <laughs> you know, like I've I've become a new fan now. I'm like up on it. I gave Seneca my uh, WWE password. <laughs> yeah, you like would like randomly text me like so I'm watching you know SummerSlam '88. I'm like fuck yeah man. I didn't even know that was out there. Oh so. yeah. On oh, the network they charge monthly. Vince McMahon got yeah. smart. He doesn't That's deal with pay per views at all anymore. Oh, yeah, he's a businessman. It's like the Netflix of wrestling. It's like ten dollars a month or something like that, or yeah, oh, ten dollars a month. Like, yeah. Why wouldn't I get it? Now, how often are you watching old shows and pay per views? Is this like a pretty regular? This is this is an every, this is an everyday occurrence. <laughs> <laughs> Every day. You get the ten dollars worth. Oh, I get I get my money's <laughs> worth for sure. Now, are you like watching something specific? Are you going to like a match, or are you like let me just throw on Rise War July twenty twelve? It's on. It's it's p- kind of like music. You know, like whatever I'm in the mood for. Uh, You're like, I really could go yeah. for a Doink the Clown match. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like it's a rough day. He's like, I'll take that Iron Man match with Michaels and Bret Hart from 2000. <laughs> like, this could be way over the head of, of you guys and like anyone who's listening. But Jim the Anvil Neinhart just, just, passed, just yeah. passed away like yesterday. No, that was when I was a child, so that right. makes sense. So I'll watch Jim like tonight. I'll probably watch Jim the Anvil Neinhart matches. You know, <laughs> and uh, anyone. <laughs> Whoa, Garrett. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just blown away. (laughs) It's just stuff like that, you know? Whatever I'm in the mood for. I attended WrestleMania 13, so I saw... In Chicago. In Chicago, the Rosemont. Oh, you know the city just by the numbers. It was Rosemont, Illinois, to be be exact. (laughs) Rosemont Horizon. God, we need to hit trivia now. I hope this... We're recording because this is getting embarrassing. Yeah, this is all... (laughs) I, as somebody who attended it, I can tell you a number of matches, but as you, just a fan who I threw out a random WrestleMania, how many matches off that card do you think you could guess i could probably do them all in order wow that's amazing. wow that's amazing. i was gonna do an over under bet with trey here oh. for our own amusement but you've said yeah. you could get oh, well, most of them most of them i don't want to i don't do wanna... you know them like are you i could i could name know, it do you remember the five. you remember the main event main event was undertaker beating psycho sid for the title yeah oh, psycho sid the big one that people talk about is brett versus austin with ken shamrock as the special yeah, that's one official. of the greatest matches of all time the double he the double turn yeah. where brett becomes a bad guy and goes double after turn him. trey I, I, <laughs> sounds like oh, you were like are they talking about x games they might be x games <laughs> <laughs> Um, Rocky Maivia fought for the um, uh, Intercontinental. He, he defended title. the Intercontinental. Title. It was and the had his father name. and grandfather help him to yeah. defeat. The, I think the uh, Sultan. The Sultan was yeah. Iron Sheik was his manager. Yeah, and uh, Bob Backlund. Bob Backlund. Wait, was there. is the Sultan Rocky Maivia's grandfather? Or Rock? No, Dwayne? the Sultan was a, di- a completely different wrestler. Oh, okay. I the thought that was Rocky Maivia's. Grand- I'm like, what? Dwayne the Rock Johnson for all us. People that don't watch wrestling out there. People who got to know The Rock <laughs> from Ballers on HBO, yeah. yes. <sighs> I, I, we, we could just do a whole episode on wrestling, and I'd be I, completely content. I could sit in this for a while. <laughs> yeah, just, I didn't really plan anything for this one. I just wanted to chit-chat with some friends. Was awesome. The last time I watched wrestling, it was it was right before La Femme Nikita came on. 
Oh yeah, that was so always the, the that was always the thing. Yeah, that's, it was always raw. The most femme Nikita. That's the <laughs> most recent I could go. Okay, like ninety eight, ninety nine. I watched like a one. It was a Undertaker pay per view, and the lights went out in his usual intro, and my cable went out, <laughs> and that's when it stopped. Like that's I never watched wrestling again after that. You were too scared. From it was that yeah, and I'm scared of and poor, and that's it was a combo. It was the most frightening thing in the world when the lights went oh. out in the Rosemont Arena when he came in for the title, though. I can't believe the, you were there. Yeah. That's awesome. I was a big mark from like 80. I guess I, guess I would I say I got into it in 92, but that was when you still had Blockbuster and Hollywood Video. So <laughs> you, could go, you could go rent old pay-per-views. Yeah. So I would do that. So I've seen pretty much anything from 86 to probably about 04 Ooh, was my run of, run of wrestling. Yeah. So yeah. I can definitely talk about that era. And now I do enough to conversationally keep up with people. You know what's going on. I watched the Royal Rumble with Seneca and want, we did a, a betting pool and I won the women's rumble the first ever yeah. this year. Uh, when you just get a number assigned I'll to was, you, took I, zero I was skill. In that. I was, yeah. <laughs> That's how I am with hockey. Sure. I, I keep up just enough to know what's going on. And yeah. I've kind of become that way with most sports, if I'm honest. As an adult, I don't really give college football the amount of attention I did when I was growing up in Ohio. And even the NFL, since leaving Baltimore here in Pittsburgh, hasn't been as big of a priority. Not a, not a for big me enough football town to for you? <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's been a tough Ravens team to watch without yeah. any real leaders in that locker room. Uh, you know, Ray Lewis, six years removed, is still He's the still voice the of the team. <laughs> yeah. And if you're going to give an offensive player, it's a stretch because he's on special teams, but Justin Tucker is the face of the franchise yeah, right now. Yeah. He talks the best shit on the team, too. Oh, he's great. and he's an opera singer. He's like yeah. a multi-talented guy. Um, yeah. When, when you guys gave Flacco that deal, me and my roommate were like, yes, that is great. They're going to be just handicapped on that budget for a while. And you can't be mad at people for getting the money that they deserve. Mm. And at the end of the day, yeah. he was offered a contract, turned it down and said, I'll play on my last year. And won a Super Bowl. Right. So the team has to give him uh, that money. He bet on himself. Yeah. Could have gone south. It didn't. And God, you know. God I feel bad for like Nick Foles that did it. I was like, hey. I, Good I, luck, buddy. Yeah. They're like, yeah, I'm with this other guy. And to be fair, Flacco, that year in the playoffs, he was the man. Flacco's always been very playoff yeah, talented. Like, and never ready. turns it as over. As much as I, I don't hate, I hate no team more than the Baltimore Ravens. That's understandable. Even the New England Patriots. I was going to say, I turn into a different person for the New England games. Uh, so do I, but I've just come to like, be like, all right, like whatever. But the Ravens, I, won't go out anymore. I hate the yeah. Baltimore Ravens. I think I don't hate the Ravens anymore because I just, I, Ray Lewis isn't there, Ed Reed isn't there. It's not the same villains yeah. as when like you were like, yeah, there's no real faces yeah. to the team. That's true. But that game when we beat them on, on uh, Christmas Day I was there. to take the division, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. Me and my dad, I've never seen my dad as happy yeah. in life. I took my mom. Yeah. And she was like, she was like, I was like, mom's not going to be like too crazy. And then like halfway through the game, she's like, let's go. And I was like, yes, I love my mom. <laughs> I was there and I was so like, obviously happy that we had a lead going into it. But like, as soon as the Steelers, that's when I knew, I think I was probably too old to care anymore about football or I've just have removed myself from being that word. I was like, I'd be the biggest jerk in the world if I wasn't happy for this stadium on Christmas. On, yeah. What kind of a Grinch human being would I be if I was like, no, that don't, you don't get those points. You're a way you better know. man than I am. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. To be, I, sports matters, of course. And I've taken some losses very hard. What's the worst loss you've ever taken? Okay, so <laughs> the 2006 NLCS, the New York Mets, St. Louis Cardinals. 
Okay. Grew up watching the Mets. They had made a number oh, of trades. Is this when Beltran was on Beltran the team? Beltran okay. called third strike. Yeah. Bases are loaded and just doesn't swing. Mm-hmm. Perfect ball right down the middle. You couldn't have asked for a better, but you have to swing. You have to try to extend the at bat. You have to do something. That was at home, too. It was at home. And Andy Chavez had made this huge catch in the Chavez. seventh. Like arm over the wall as I lean back from the mic. I'm so like (laughs) animated trying to tell us. You could see that. But yeah, I remember I was a sophomore at Dayton. It was pouring rain, and my roommate was a Cardinals fan. Oh, Mm. so it's salt in the wound. So it's right there, (laughs) salt in the wound. I just sit, stunned, silence, like just waiting. Something has to happen. Yeah. I feel like this is the end of the Blair Witch Project. I'm (laughs) just like, that's not how it ends. There has to be more. And then I just get up. I walk across campus about a mile, mile and a half to Jimmy John's in the soaking, just pouring rain. I sit down. I order the gargantuan sub, the biggest thing they have on the menu, a cookie and, a, a cookie. and an iced tea. And a cookie. And I, I just, I'm like, once this is done, I'm not allowed to feel bad anymore. Yeah. It's over. I just, I'm like, you can be sad for only so long. You got to get back. I've been listening to uh, Origins, which is a podcast that does different like miniseries on yeah. people. They're doing one on Nick Saban right now. And how long do you think he celebrates a national championship? Oh, 15 when minutes, wins? maybe. I've, yeah, I think I've like, he, there's no way. Like, I don't think he experiences happiness. Do you have the answer? Oh, I got to know. I don't have a guess. I'd say a week. It's 48 hours before, 40, they, 48 before hours. he calls so his He considers meet. a missing before person. <laughs> that's how long. <laughs> before the parade. Before they have the victory parade, he's already had the meeting for next season with the team. Damn. Here's Congrats. We're moving forward. Here's what we're planning on doing in the offseason. Do you hear about the button he has under the desk when you come into his office? And he pushes a button under his desk and the door closes behind you. That's insane. Yeah, just a little power move. Just a little, <laughs> just let you, you should get that here, Gary. Okay, be just a little. Hit just the, a power door Yeah, button. just, yeah. just close it. Well, right I got to be well connected for that kind of a life. Uh, one of the reasons I like you guys so much is because you are so willing to come up with dumb bits in life. <laughs> And I think that's the key to making friends in comedy, in the universe. I think you're just, you're there to have fun and make yourselves have a good time. But one game that we've invented over at the open mic of choice, the Thursday ham bones, uh, is the adventure dessert tacos, where occasionally (laughs) if Trey and Eric find me, (laughs) they will purchase me a dessert taco and I'm not allowed to read the menu and I have to guess what the taco is. One time, I, you, I think you were just like, you were like, cinnamon. A lot of cinnamon <laughs> on this one. It wasn't even close. <laughs> no. It was like brown sugar and like whipped cream. Like, oh. Brown sugar and cinnamon. Yeah, yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. It's close. Yeah, that was... <laughs> But uh, I and I I like just look at him. I'm like, well, that did not look like the description at all. <laughs> it is an adventure every time, though. You're always up for it too. You're I'm I I'm happy. I'm here to have a good time, man. Oh yeah, <laughs> life what is it's all about. way too short not to enjoy yourselves. Absolutely. With you working as closely as you two do with Chris Scriva and Joey Welch yeah. to build, we got next, and you've got a number of shows. Do you guys have any rituals before a show that you're producing? Do you have we any should. certain ways that you fuck with each should. other, either before or after sets? Do you guys have any team camaraderie uh, stuff that. that you can tell us about? I mean, we have a, gr- a group chat. That is, yeah. That's that's, I mean, it, like, it's like everyone has. Yeah. Like every day, something's going on there. But before the show or after the show... It's really nothing. I think we're all in our own. We're heads. all just so busy. Yeah. We're like yelling at each other. Like, can you work the door for five minutes? Can you just work the yeah. door? I got a host right now, and he's like, I'm on next. I'm on in two, and it's like, come on. 
So yeah, we just we're running around a lot during the show, and then after the show, Joe drinks a lot of Bud Lights. Yeah. And tells us we're the best. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly, he's he's the reason we're the best. Me and Chris try and find some food. Yeah, Trey's mingling with the people. I throw I throw <laughs> up, <laughs> shaking hands. You throw yeah, up. I, throw, I throw up before every show. I'm the eight mile of comedy. Okay, yeah. I know. I've had improviser teammates who were throw up mm. people. Like football shows. players and me. Football players yeah. and Trey. Yeah, it's, I, <laughs> yeah, it's just I, I'm like I like eat a lunch the day of a show. And I'm like, oh, how's this gonna feel on the way back up a little bit later? I don't eat. You want to eat remember that show with the food truck? Yeah, you're like, I did, you're like I did try, it. try the try the barbecue, try the food truck, and I was like, no. no. I had to hype myself. <laughs> it was we had a food truck and brewery show, and I was like, I had, I'm like, I'm gonna try a brew and I'm gonna try the something from the food truck before the show. I'm not gonna throw it up, and I, we we tried it. Yeah, but we threw it up. You still threw it. Up. <laughs> yeah, it happened. What's well, your window? Are you like three hours before won't eat, or is it even longer? Whole day. You want you'll go whole day. Whole day. if it's a I'll, show or even like an open mic. Open mic, I can eat. Okay. You know, but like, I just nope. like to get a You're little. You're gonna throw up too. No, nah, even not on an open, open mic? mic. Yeah, I get nervous. Uh, oh, I get. Uh, I won't never... throw up, but I can't eat. Yeah, I'll okay. get extremely nervous, but I'll, I gotta get like some caffeine in me or something. Smoke a t- like the day of a show, I'll smoke like a whole, like, almost an entire pack of cigarettes. Sure. And then I won't smoke again until the next time I have a show. <laughs> <laughs> I Is thought you chain smoked all the time because no, I've only seen you just on shows. show days. It's just shows. <laughs> yeah. Eric smokes a lot. Is it just a, like obviously everybody smokes for different reasons? Is it a distraction from being nervous, or are you doing it to relax? It's it doesn't help me relax. Okay, but I think it's just like a nervous compulsion type thing, you know, just like something to do while I'm like going through the set, you know. And uh, I think it helps me relax, but it, it doesn't. I wish I could like when you're at a show and you're like, there's so many, there's like a bunch of people there talking to you. I wish I could step out for a cigarette every once in a while, yeah. but I don't smoke. But I'm just like, I might have to just, I don't want to pick up a habit, right? But I might. Like yeah. Joe brings up the black and miles. I'm like, all right, I, I'll, I'll be 15 again. <laughs> <laughs> there's no rule about going outdoors and not smoking. I know. It's but true. what do you do? You talk you do, to you people. Just talk? And you stand That's in so the circle. Odd. Yeah. You tease them and you just talk to people. Yeah. Play the dozens. <laughs> <laughs> you be, I don't know. You get used to it at some point. They're just people smoking cigarettes. You could yeah. smoke weed. Yeah, that's You can true. do other stuff just in the circle. Mics. Yeah. They're, they're, those but some people don't like performing when they're inebriated no. in any way. Are you somebody who likes to have a sweet spot as far as how many drinks you have before you get up on stage? Well, the, the I like. I like to have a drink when I go on stage because while I'm on stage, I'll drink it to like slow me Dramatic down. Dramatic pauses. Yeah, sure. but I don't like to be drunk on. St- I don't think I've ever even done a show probably tipsy. Like I'd like to be that comfortable, but everybody in the club getting tipsy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I, no, I've never have. Eric doesn't. I don't drink at all. No, I know yeah. that. One of the things about your podcast, which I've recently been listening to, mm-hmm. is that you guys have one of the most random sponsors in the yeah. universe. <laughs> and I I was I was very excited that I got a sponsor uh, here this past month, the Greenbrier Treatment Center, drug and alcohol treatment, which I was like, you how know what, you, comedy podcast. You got that as how a... Did, how did we not get that with air? But uh, I... <laughs> no, that's that's fine. That's who I work for. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> well, they're a sponsor of the podcast. Yeah. Which we don't have they any for. never listen to this. Even if they do, I don't think that's any kind of... It doesn't fucking matter. Congratulations on the sponsorship, Gary. <laughs> Thank you, man. Well, they, they sponsor, a, they don't sponsor the whole podcast. They sponsor one segment of the show. We can do it now since we're talking about them. And then yeah. we can talk about your sponsor, which I'm very curious how that metastasized <laughs> into existence for you. Um, 
But one thing that we talk about is called always improving. And as we strive to get better a little bit every day as comedians, as people, I try to ask my guests, what can we do to make the human condition a little bit better here on this planet for everybody? And I know that's a heavy question, but that's why Greenbrier felt it was important to take the time to sponsor my podcast. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hells yeah. Is that, that's, that's the question, though? Yeah. What can we do to make this world a little bit better for everybody, Trey? Eric? Just, um, I, think, I think stop you know, projecting so much hate. You know, there's just so much hate. Uh, I mean, like, especially, like, on, like, social media, you know, like, Facebook and Twitter and, like, it's just, like, it's nothing but negativity and, like, um, whatever, you know. I mean, like, I can't say that, like, as some as someone who's, like, currently practicing that all the time, you know, but, like, uh, you know, love your neighbor like, you, you know, you want to be, or treat, treat somebody yeah. like you want to be treated. I don't think we talk to our neighbors a lot. You no, know? I, I don't, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like for, for, like, you know, like the 70s, 80s, 90s, you talk to your neighbors, like, you knew everyone on the street. You knew their, you knew their business. Yeah, and now yeah. I feel like I couldn't tell you any one of my neighbors' names. Last names, unless I got their mail by accident. Like, and I feel like if we just talk to people around us, like close to us, like on your street, like get to know your, have a block party, you know, get to know your, <laughs> block get, you know, get to know your street a little bit better and then we'll work on the world. Well, you take know? the time to invest yeah. in your neighborhood. Yeah. And I think yeah. there's something to be said for that. And something that we got next has done a good job of yeah. uh, is investing in the neighborhoods that you guys grew up in and grew up around. Swissville? So I've lived, yes, Swissville is my five-year anniversary this month. Yeah, I've that's right. I love the neighborhood. I bumped into you while I was walking at my lunch break a couple weeks ago. I, see, I actually pulled a 180 when I was driving, too. I was like, that was definitely him. Was that's like, title bomb. Yeah, I'm going to get him. Oh, it made my day. It was yeah, so well, nice. I spend like eight hours driving in a van, so when I see another person, it's like I found land as like a captain <laughs> of a ship. I'm like, hey, you. What day is it? <laughs> we can grab lunch, man. I yeah, live right I'm, there. Yeah. I work from home. I'm, all, it's, I'm always around. You see my van? I will. I'll keep my. I'm not like the person you see, like the guy in the water company office. Not like the guy you like. You want to sit with that lunch? Like I get a lot of dirty looks sit when I walk the in. The, sure. Well, the first like moment I walk into a restaurant, everyone's like, "I mean, we paid it." And you I'm like, it, "Yeah, right? I'm here for the pierogies. I don't know <laughs> what's, what's just up." Hungry. Just yeah. a hungry. Yeah. But you've done Boomerang. You got a week, uh, every other week open mic. Yes. You've done Pub in the Park. You've done Goodfellas. Talk to me about. Swissvale, how it's changed since you got there, and then trying to work and bring uh, entertainment to the t- to the yeah. Team. I, I um I grew up in Swissvale. I was born in Swissvale. My mom was born in Swissvale. Her whole family. So I've been there a while, and then I moved away when I was probably like eighteen or nineteen. And then every one of my f- cousins have moved away <laughs> from Swissvale. So I really like seems like I'm le- knowing less and less people, and then all my restaurants are moving away too. But the bars have always been the same. You know, like Boomerang, I call them my daycares because my dad <laughs> used to bartend at all the bars. Oh, nice. So that's why I know, and I'm like very comfortable in all of them. And then as I was like, man, this is not going to pay off, you know, spending most of my days playing a cherry machine as an eight-year-old. But now, you know, 20 years from now, I'm having comedy shows in all these bars, so it worked out. <laughs> but it's nice to do something because, you know, I always say like, not like keeps Swissville relevant, but like, like, gives people a reason to keep going there, you know? want to give something to the people who live in that neighborhood. Yeah, where you just want to go down the street. Yeah, You'd like to be able to walk out of your house on a Friday. I'm looking <laughs> yeah. for stuff to do constantly yeah. in my neighborhood. Um, what shows do you have coming up over the next few weeks? This episode will come out a week from today. 
Uh, so Pub in the Park will be uh, September Seven, 8th. 7th. Uh, September 7th. We are switching that. Oh, yeah. it's a Friday night. Yeah, it's a Friday night because Saturday is Penn, Penn State. Ah, Don't, smart. Don't go up against can't that. Can't compete with that. Can't compete with that. Cannot replace a Gary Bertier. <laughs> Remember the Titans quotes all day. <laughs> I mean, anytime. We are a good football team. Um, 22nd. And then, what, uh, August? No, August 17th. So oh, that's September. That'll probably yeah. might have on, yeah, already happened, but we're at Bellinote. And then... That's Those always are, a good show. And yeah, it's September 6th. I'm on uh, Hurry Up and Say Something Funny. At, was it Apis? It's at Apis Meadery yeah. at their new location. Yeah. yeah. So I just did it with Joey last month. How was it? It's an awesome space. Yeah. I had done their old space once before, but and the new space is much bigger, nice. No material. No material. It's all crowd work. It's just crowd work. Yeah, yeah. you go up and, and... Petrified. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think a lot of people kind of approach it in a way that they're trying to find ways to get into their jokes. Yeah. And I really don't think that's the... I mean, you can I, have I, I, maybe I was a couple core things. Thinking that. But for me, what worked well was treating it like an interview host sort of a, a hmm. setting. Did this help doing the podcast kind of? like Having I, done this podcast? Yeah, yeah always. Because yeah. uh, I don't mind making an ass out of myself. I always, especially in shows like that, try to pay attention to two or three comics before yeah. me because you don't want to repeat. You don't oh, want to go after from? the same Again. person. Yeah. Where are you from? Again. And I'll give you an example. Um, Kleiber went and did incredible, like really well, high energy. Yeah. And then they brought up a guy who was traveling back to, I think, Alabama or Arkansas, where he was based out of. Okay. Um, but had just done some time in New York and was on his way through. Gave him a guest set and did well, but like did his normal set. Wasn't really as crowd work focused. Yeah. Um, but I had paid attention during Kleiber's set and the one table he was talking to, I knew the name of the guy in, in the couple. And all I have to do is get into something, lean to talk to him, and I go, isn't that right, Kyle? Yeah, and they blow up. Because yeah. it's just about acting like you're in the moment with them. Is the, what about like the, the venue? Is there a lot to like pick out? You know, um, Space-wise, it's definitely wider than the old one. So it's, it's tough because it opens to the outside patio. Okay. Like they had a garage door open, so there's really no closed to the right side of the space. All right. So some of the comics are like sitting outside on the patio a little yeah. bit. And that's fine. But you play to the tables that are kind of up front and to the left-hand side of you will be Dom, the sound, and like a few more tables. Okay. So there are enough people that you love could... this show, that come for oh, the really? show, a... that want to be crowd work, that want to be talked like to. Like professional hecklers. <laughs> um, <laughs> are just good listeners. <laughs> yeah. You know, good interviewers. They just, exactly. <laughs> talk to them, find out about them. You I wonder try if Kyle them. will be back. Who? The guy you just mentioned in your story. Kyle, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, check out yeah. Kyle's there. Nicer yeah. fella. Oh, you know Garrett? Oh, Garrett was here. <laughs> I like doing it. I really, I'm Dave, their owner, is going to come on my podcast here later this fall because I just, I've been a big fan of Apis since their old space. They were the first place that let me close out a show. Oh, nice. Um, so I've always had a sweet spot for those guys yeah. and their wine. I've done Ray's podcast, which they tape over there as well. Is that no, where, I was wondering where that was. No Week's Notice? Yeah. yeah. Apis is in Carnegie. Okay. Very excited, yeah. Well, that's, um, I'm excited and crazy nervous, but yeah. Sure, well, that's yeah. a fun fun way to spend the day. It's actually my birthday, so. Ah, uh, okay. If you're not going to see Trey and you want to come hang out, I'll be at the Beer Hive doing trivia. Come oh, out for great. special birthday What better way trivia. to spend your birthday? Garrett doing trivia at the Beer Hive. 
I mean, I get to go from making a playlist where I get to make everybody dance and have a nice time, Hell yeah. and then roll down to Hambones and tell jokes with everybody. Yeah, so it's really not a better way to have a birthday. Do you write the questions, or is there like a group that I don't? So, um, Zach Roach is a comedian here in town. Yeah. He's a part of Secondhand Sketch with uh, Derek Minto mm-hmm. and Ian McIntosh, and he runs the company. He had been hosting at Beer Hive previously. Has a few okay. other rooms around the town. Um, and approached me. I'd filled in for him at a couple other rooms in Wexford and um, Blonox and a few other like outskirt okay. towns. And then I was working in the strip at the time. I was right around the corner. Yeah, I had been hosting a mic at what was every week, and then became every other week at Cativo for stand up. This was a little bit more money. It just made sense to shift. Yeah, uh, no doubt for life. Do you have um, a lot of fun with that? I love trivia, man. Yeah. I don't have to write the question. So what I get to do is make the playlist. Yeah, so I like take a lot of pride <laughs> in like putting the DJ a with good answers. Mix. What, what's the, what <laughs> yeah. the questions per mark? Like, what are they? It's it's varied. Varies. I mean, it's sports, pop culture. Do you play in your head? Science. Like, no, because I have the answer yeah, right yeah, yeah. in front of me. That was an easy one. Yeah, I, don't know that. <laughs> I probably know about half of them most weeks, yeah. but there's some. There's always going to be some challenging stuff that I don't know. What's the What's the prize? Like, what's the the top two teams? It's fifteen and ten dollars off. You know, oh, gift certificate for the bar. Oh, cool. Yeah. Do so you, you can spend um, it on food or drink? Do you, Do you like watch them? Like, hey, put them phones away. I see you out there. So I always warn four. them at the beginning. I go, these are really the only two rules that are important. Don't yell out the answer. We're competing. Real, yeah. Honestly, there should be obvious. And then two is don't look it up the answer. If you cheat to win fifteen dollars, it's so one of the other teams will probably say something to me, yeah. and I'm gonna have the waitresses embarrass you, and we don't want that. But really, you have to look at yourself in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, and it's like if that's what it took, then you Google have always serious, wins. You got some serious problems. The types of people who want to cheat hopefully are not coming to the beer hut. <laughs> yeah. If they are, I don't care. Ultimately, I'm just there to make people dance. Yeah, throw on some you know some bangers. Popping R&B bangers. Is it, is it upstairs or downstairs? I'm downstairs, right to the left when you walk in. Oh, nice. On the corner of the bar. I mean, I have people that play from upstairs, yeah. but they still have to run me down and answer every uh, question. They just, they just listen to you? They just like, drop yeah, it down I, a little. Yeah. I got the PA. Yeah, they'll airplane <laughs> them over. But they won't listen to open my comedy. They're like, if, it's, if that's Wednesday, they're like, we're downstairs this yeah. time. Trying to be creative. But that's why I haven't been able to make it over to Boomerang, which is like right around the right corner. The house, yeah. I know... Um, there's a mic that they've been doing sporadically. I think it's at Mrs. T, Mr. T's, Ms. or just T's, well, T's, T's Lounge. Excuse me, yeah. the pro, uh, not the pierogi company. Not the, Mrs. T's is hosting their own open mic. <laughs> <laughs> it's right at the Chinese. Who does? That's the blue dust. It's the blue dust mystery pierogi night. <laughs> <laughs> tonight. The, uh, yeah, they. I actually did. I've never done their open mic, but I did do their their show, and it was really cool. I liked it a lot. Um, they do a theme. Mine was beach. It's a beach party. So it was a very. I got my lay on. You nice. Know, it was very. Yeah, it was very cool. Um, but yeah, it was. It was a good crowd, and it was a very attentive, ready to laugh comedy club. So it was cool. That's awesome. Yeah, they're doing a good thing over there. How is it different for you on the We Got Next lineups when it's your show that you have to host versus just be one of the comics? It's the worst. I mean, I think anybody that's ever hosted or put together a show like you, like I love when it's Bella. Like I think Bella's the best show in the world because Joe hosts it. Yeah, I love Bella. And I don't have to I just do my yeah. set and it's but like anytime I mean I'm just I'm nervous for everything and then I'm trying to remember what you guys got going on. So I wanna plug your stuff sure. and I also wanna listen to it. But also got my one friend. She's like, I, I didn't know it was cash. You know, you got it like or like the bartender. You guys have a square swiper thing. Yeah, or like, like some like random no. question or like 
you know, does the outlet over here work? I'm like, whatever. But yeah, so it's like, there's just so much going on other than just performing, which is enough. Yeah. If you're performing, it's scary enough. <laughs> but yeah. But sometimes the hosting stuff does, you, you know, like kind of distract me to where I'm not as nervous. Um, and I, I might start drinking. And then that's a fun host. When I drunk trade gets sure. a little <laughs> eighth comedian <laughs> in, it's like, here's this guy. You know, oh, here you go. Here you go. Hosting an open mic is obviously a little bit different, oh. even than hosting a showcase, too. How, have you? I've known, like when I've done mine, it's only been like maybe fifteen at most. But I could picture like a thirty. When I ran, Derek yeah, I've, Thursdays, yeah I've, when I ran Cativo because it was f- four blocks away, ostensibly from Hambones, and started two hours before, I capped at twenty. Okay, I was a hard number always, and kind of similar. Which is still a lot. Similar to how um, Five and Dime is a lot of times. I'll pre like post it that morning yeah. and try to fill my lineup that day, and still have some spots for people. But what uh, night was that on? I did Thursdays for about a year and a half, 2015 into 2016 uh, at Cativo. So yeah, you guys would have just missed it yeah, by a few months. Because October, <laughs> I think October will be my two-year anniversary at Beer High for trivia. What so. what time did that run? Did, 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 like, eight o'clock. Eight, seven, like I would start at eight, okay. and it would be done by ten. So that way, I love when they do like seven to eight, and then there's one like eight to it nine. It was very. I loved doing it. Uh, unfortunately, we could never really draw a crowd, and the comics wouldn't really stay because they once you get your set in, you have to go to Hambones and yeah. sign up. So it worked yeah. well for people who wanted to get a second set in on a Thursday, which when that's there wasn't, the same with and that's exactly yeah. why it's you know that you're probably going to get up very late at Hambones just based on how yeah. big that list gets. So if you can get a set in beforehand and practice what you're going to do there, you're going to feel more effective. And it's always that second show feeling like Joe always told, you know, it's like when you go to like the second show, you're like, I don't care anymore. Right. Yeah. I've, I've already bombed once. It's yeah. just going to feel like this again. You know, like <laughs> or I did good. I'm good. I did one. Like you were like, I, I've never batted two for two. And never batted two for two. You did. Yeah. Like, like on Saturday. Yeah. You did, I, I was like, I wish this second show wasn't a thing. He was on the way to say, he's like, he's like, I just could have just, just gone out on this high right here. Yeah, we, had a, <laughs> we had a good show at the arcade and then we had to go do this other show at Steel City. Mm-hmm. Not that I didn't want to do this to show at Steel City. I was just like, I did well. Just know you're bad right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm doing really well right now. I don't want to screw this up. Especially if it was the, like, it was the vice versa. If, like, you did bad and then good. It would have, like, you go to, you if I did bad, I had to redeem myself. Yeah. yeah. yeah then it's, you then have it's you got, to, you how got quickly it. can you get back <laughs> to stage? Exactly. Yeah. That is so true. Like, when you're like, is there another mic? Maybe there's an underground 12, 1230 mic that I need to go <laughs> to. I could just redeem myself real quick. Do the bad sets hurt? For a while still, or is it a pretty quick bounce back from a bad set into getting back to normal? Depends where the bad set's at. Sure. You know, uh, if it's at a mic, it doesn't matter, you know. That part yeah. of your sp- it used to. It used to, but it doesn't, it doesn't really matter yeah. anymore. I'm, I'm it, I can always, like, I'll tell myself that now, but then like, I'll still won't eat that day. Or, like yeah. I'll be nervous all day and yeah. then like I'll go up and not do well. I'm like, oh, that didn't really that was fine. Yeah. You know, that, that was all right. I texted know? him. I was like, let's go bomb somewhere after our interview. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, because I'm, I'm in. It's just, I, I think you expect it, but a show. Yeah. A uh, show. There, I just put a lot of, pr- I just put a lot of pressure on myself. Not even in comedy, just like everything I do in life. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I just have like high expectations uh, for myself, you know. You a perfectionist or? Uh, no, no. Okay. I, ju- I just. Uh, build it. I, yeah, yeah, I just build way. things up in my yeah. head. Like, I, I gotta be this way. Like, things have to go this way and like I want them to be like know. my hosting at Boomerang is an HBO special in my head right you know like <laughs> for me it had it ha- I might as well just like 
be touring at that point in my head. That's the yeah. expectation. Yeah, that's how handbones. And is. I build it up. Yeah. Like if I bomb, I was like, shit. Like Derek saw that. Yeah. Now he's gonna tell everybody. And now, like, uh, no one's gonna, gonna book a me Thursday for a night. Everyone's gonna think and I suck. It's Thursday, the last mic, so you have to sleep on it the whole weekend if you don't have any shows. Yeah. And you're like, oh man. Like I, yeah. Thursday handbones mic bomb. That that one hurts. <laughs> like thought you were like you were thinking about some previous. Well, it was because like <laughs> it's just how much like it doesn't matter. Like I I went up, Hambones whatever Thursday night and did this joke. You know like that sandwich joke. I mm -hmm. I've done that joke at Thursday Hambones a million times. And then I told it at a show with Derek, and he's like, "Hey man, that's a really funny joke." He's like, "I've never heard that one before." <laughs> I was like, "I've done that joke <laughs> at Hambones he's probably like, twenty five times, seven beers deep, and thirty seven <laughs> comics in at that point." <laughs> How much at this point do you four listen to each other, give each other feedback, or is it more afterwards you'll talk about what you thought went well and then get advice? I think it's more like a positive thing. We don't really um, talk about the negative of our jokes. Like we, you will we'll spit our ideas a lot. Yeah, I'll ask Trey a lot about different ideas. Yeah, I think Trey is a great writer and a great. You know, oh, he's so sweet. Listen, man, I'm not. Trying I think, to but I always said, as soon as we, met, I remember we first went to the class, and I was like, if I could have your stage presence, like, because he yeah. just would walk and be like, yeah, and that I'm might like, be all God. I got going for it. <laughs> so together, we're a very good comedian. Yeah, but I'll ask Trey and uh, like, I'll yeah. ask, I'll hit up Seneca Stone a lot too, and ask him ideas, and because um, like I think like something I'll think is funny is like I'll go up and be like, that wasn't funny at all this didn't work you know like this One wasn't bit. there wasn't even a punchline there you know so i like bounce ideas off trey and and stuff like that and as far as like the other guys um yeah it's not negative i think we just like um we'll like, say like hey this is like like when we're up in beaver county he's he, like you like chris could tell us what kind of room it's gonna be and he's like yeah. dude you gotta tell that narcan bit do this. Oh, yeah, you gotta yeah. Do this, do that. yeah like but like other than that probably not much or well, like after. you get off stage, you shouldn't have done that. You know, like yeah. you know. Do you see the light? You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but, but other than that, I mean, it's just pretty pretty positive all around. Yeah. I would say. We try to keep it because none of us are like. We don't know what we're doing. We're do none of us are any. <laughs> none of yeah. us are any good. Yeah. You know. Um, we're we're all we're all still very new to this, you know, so it, it doesn't help by bringing we'll talk about down. like the better comedian on our show. Like, how did you remember him? Yes, yeah. he, he was. He was <laughs> so <Yeah>. good. <laughs> Do you look at a set that goes okay or not great? If it's an open one of those open mics that you're like, well, it didn't go well, but are you listening back to it? Do you record yourselves? What do you guys do for kind of editing jokes after they've been first performed or written? I, I think when I bomb, it's embedded in my head. Well, mm -hmm. I don't need to record it. It's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a nightmare that I'm reliving the whole way home. Um, but I also can't like stand the sound of my voice. So Even I, on the podcast, I now don't it, listen it hasn't gotten our, used to it. Yeah, I, I don't I listen to our podcast uh, because I just can't do it. Yeah. What, what about you? I can't. I can't listen to my own voice either. Um, but as far as like recording sets, like I've been told, to, like you got to record your sets, got to record your sets, and I was like, yeah, I'll do it. And then like I'll just go up on stage and be like, I'm not recording this. Yeah. You know, like I'll just completely forget. Yeah. And then Joey started recording his sets, and uh, like showed me the app he has and all this stuff. Yeah. So I'm I'm definitely gonna try and make more of an effort. And be like, all right, like, let's. What are we doing here? Let's take this seriously. I find it you to know? be helpful. I will typically like if I get a set that's 15 or more minutes for like a like a weekend showcase. Mm -hmm. I'll listen back to the two or three shows over like the previous three weeks or open mic stuff just to like, all right, I know how that joke goes. Yeah. I know how this one goes. 
I like, oh, I didn't do those two together. I bet they would pair well. And I just do it more for a, a research. I'm not necessarily like going back and going, they hated this line. Sure. Yeah. Cut this. Sure. Which would be probably more helpful, but I don't right. have the time to do that. I'm lucky I listen to anything. <laughs> do you like categorize them? Like, this is this joke? I and... don't get into that yeah. high of a level as far as like, I know some people are like, this is an A joke and a B joke. Yeah. I don't do that. I probably could, but um, <laughs> yeah, I, I more think about these jokes play well together. That's... This is a chunk that makes sense. Okay. I like, if I start here and I want to get there, these That's are the who... three stops along the way. Exactly. Like we, we always have like, like he'll be like, do the trampoline joke, and I'll be like, it just doesn't fit into this. Like, yeah, I have yeah. nothing to transition into it or transition out of it, yeah. so and I, I can't. And I'm not necessarily like a one-linery kind of comic, but I have a probably five that I like to keep in my pocket just yeah. to throw in as a non sequitur kind of segue from like a big chunk to another chunk. Yeah, it doesn't have to be anything, or I'll like just that's use them to brilliant. end an open mic. Yeah, be like that's funny on its own. It doesn't need a. Give me a second to get my bearings. Kind give of me blunt. a sip of my beer or yeah. water and then come right back in. I like that. Yeah. So your podcast sponsor. Oh, let me finish the Greenbrier plug, folks. This is important. Ladies and gentlemen, we have been <laughs> not all of that, but most of this episode and everything Garrett Title One does, always improving, is brought to you by Greenbrier Treatment Center. Just because you hang out at a comedy bar doesn't mean you have to drink. For drug and alcohol addiction, help contact Greenbrier confidentially at 1-800-637-HOPE or online at greenbrier.net. Eric Weber, how does it feel to have your employer be a part of the show? Did you know that was happening when you walked in the door? Not at all. Is this some sort of big I was like, ruse? This, this water you gave us, is this part of my company? Or are you like just stealing our employees as sponsors? Scamming awesome. off all the we got next. Did you already say how you got that sponsor? So I... Um, the gentleman who does their marketing uh, was on my podcast, a gentleman named Jeff Swartz, who runs Ethic Advertising. He's a oh. University of Dayton grad, got to talking. He'd become a fan of the show and then put me in touch with them because um, they'd been doing some radio spots and wanted to diversify kind of what they were promoting on. That's and awesome. I, I'd been asking that question since our 100th episode, so you guys are the 20th, like, people to answer the how can we improve the uh, condition of the world okay. so they had something that made sense for them to kind of get into right and sponsor that that worked well so i was very flattered that they wanted to to get involved because it's important obviously yeah, no doubt um you've made that a big portion of your life how long have you been working with that organization seven months okay seven months yeah and were you with them when you got clean um, um no no i went to them <laughs> <laughs> didn't stick didn't stick. Didn't stick. I've been to a few different rehabs. Uh, that was one along the way. Sure. For sure. And uh, I just, I went to them and for employment and, you know, I, I work there now and try and help other people, you know, battling the same, the same stuff. Trey, what got you into the water? <laughs> same thing. I was like addicted to like Gatorade and just drinking a lot of beverages. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, uh, one of my ex's uh, dads was on the board, and yeah, I got hired that kind of way. Nice. You know? Yeah, and um, I've been just, I've been there like nine years now, <laughs> so it's just yeah. That's nice what that I you do and now. Joey are kind of in, yeah. the, in the public service. Sometimes he's like a hydrant's out, and I'm like, listen, guy, <laughs> we'll fix it when we'll fix it. We'll get there. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think we. I think we're both. We have our, our areas, and we don't. If I see him on my turf. 
You and would say so. I'm like, it's, it's, hey, this get out of yeah, my get, neighborhood. Yeah, it's like some, <laughs> some close interactions in Homewood, but and then we, I'm like, stay on your side. Eric, is it any more challenging to do comedy as somebody who's trying to remain sober, uh, being out at bars, being around people who are imbibing in drugs and alcohol on a regular basis? Um, maybe at first, honestly. Um, because I, I wasn't, uh, I didn't, because probably I didn't like, I didn't know anybody, sure. you know, and nobody knew like my social anxiety right, aspect. There. Nobody knew my situation. Um, I didn't know Trey and Joey as well, you know, but now I feel like, um, you know, even, even when like, like when Seneca comes out, um, like when I wrote, like when I ride him, like everyone, it cut and they don't like look out for me, but they know like my situation, yeah, you know, so I feel comfortable around them, whatever they're doing, you know, as to be like, all right, like they're not going to like offer me a beer. Or, they're not going to put you in a situation. They're not going to put me in a situation that's dangerous, Fair. you know, so they, they have my best interest, you know. There's a lot of comedians that aren't even 21. They can't <laughs> right. even drink. At, that's a that's like, true. Yeah. Yeah, we've had a big influx of, of younger comics yeah. over the last three years. They could just kind of hang out years. and eat appetizers and... We have they're always comedy in a wing night, which is like it's always so great. There's gotta always, have tacos, there's always, yeah, gotta tacos, pierogies, whatever it is. It's always a good snack. Good specials all around. What's the special at the Boomerang on Thursday night? They had pizzas, which my entire life Boomerang never served food, and I did an open mic and I see we Joey Purse. Joey Purse and, uh, and Andreas are eating a pizza. I'm like, <laughs> where is there even an oven in here? Like. <laughs> I was so amazed, and I I think it was a one time thing. But yeah, what is uh, what's the one sign? Um, it's the cookie, the the biscotti. It's like three dollar biscotti bags. I think that's the special at Boomerang right now. Biscotti, yeah. biscotti bags. Ray, I think did four minutes on biscottis one night just because of the sign. No coffee, <laughs> just biscottis. Yeah. But that's it. That's I the like it. I like it. And that's every other Thursday. It actually is close. It's not closing, but it's stopping for. I'm I'm losing the Thursday night football. Oh sure. Yeah. So I don't know if I'm gonna switch the day or just take a break, which it might be a nice little break for a couple of months and then get it back on. Um, Early next year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that would be rough trying to compete with Thursday yeah. night football. Well, it was like a, we did the one. It was like the first preseason game, and people were just kind of scratching, like this is the first game. It's the Hall of Fame game. How are you doing this right oh, now? Oh, not even this first. The, the yeah. Steelers game. It was yeah. Like and Ravens, then the next one was this, whatever the yeah. Hall of Fame game. Oh, then, man. then it was Steelers Eagles, and it was was it was our off week, so we were cool. And, but packed. but it like it all yeah but it also made the you know the owner be like listen we're gonna have to cut this out let's you know when I first started Papa D's was on Sunday and it would go up against Sunday night football oh and wow. people were just miserable pissed oh man like, if I was can't. not a comedian and I went somewhere that was playing like I went to watch a Steeler game sure. and there was somebody oh, telling man. jokes I would, I would lose get my shut shit. the fuck up. <laughs> Dude, Nobody I would lose my cares. We're by seven. Yeah, we had seven <laughs> players in this game, my fantasy league. Let's go. That's like I've been wonderful, thrilled that the city has won two Stanley Cups. That's great. Yes, but all it's it did rude. for me <laughs> yeah. was cripple the ability to promote the shows it was, or produce the things that I had going on. It's crazy. Like for two and a half, three months out of the year. Yeah, I've Penguins take over. for the last now three seasons in their quest to get three in a row. These were elaborate, like long playoff series. Yeah, and most of them went sevens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like praying, like like they would release this schedule round by round. Yeah, and you're like, 
Like I, I'm, I, I'm not like I a huge hockey fan, but I could tell you the day and time they released that schedule from now on. Because I'm like watching every day. I'm like, not a Friday game, not a Friday <laughs> game. Please don't even be at home. Maybe on their quest to their first of the two cups, mm-hmm. I was producing my first independent show. I had done stuff through Woody. I'd done stuff through Still City. Um, but I was doing a show at Cativo on my own. Stapula was about to tape his album, so this was maybe a month or two before that. He was going to headline, and we're going into the weekend, and we get put up against game one of the Eastern Finals. So before oh. they played Nashville, um, I don't even remember who it would have been. Was it after Buffalo, maybe the Rangers? No, game one of the Eastern Conference Finals that year, I think, was against Tampa Bay. That sounds yeah. right. Yeah. So we luckily drew well. I had enough to pay everybody, but I've never been more scared like that whole week waiting to find out where yeah. the game was going to fall and then to get it against you. And you're like, well, did you get a crowd? Got a crowd. Oh, that's that's the only show that I've been a part yeah. of in the entire playoff run that I was able to get Just a crowd out. Like to. advertising, wow. like Washington Capitals fans living in Pittsburgh group chats, you know, <laughs> like trying to, trying to just aim at like people that are so anti-hockey or paying ones. Did you think about moving the time? Of the showcase yeah. now. I don't think we did at that point. That's we what we were to, like. We had the can, one Churchill house. Yeah. It was like a seven o'clock and we were already starting at nine. So we we're going to be like 10 o'clock, but it ended up being not the day. So yeah, they moved out. the game back to like a Sunday or a Friday or something. Yeah, but it's the, the Penn State one. I just I just did two days ago. Yeah, because I was like they, the bartender. She's like, you know, that's Pitt Penn State. And I was like, I didn't, and we we can't. Yeah, we'll be <laughs> proactive and move that unless it's an afternoon game. That's yeah. I was like, come on, can... three o'clock game, which is even like dangerous because like could go long. They could... yeah, they could is like it a primetime game. Oh, the people just get hammered. Yeah, oh, and true. then they just stick around for the comedy show, and it's well, that was the problem. It's like even if the Pens win. They're, the crowd is too drunk yeah, to pay to attention, get, and if they lose, they're too upset to yeah. want to listen. Yeah. We and, did. What did we do after a, uh, a Penguins game loss? Oh my God, we did the. Oh, we didn't we do? I wasn't on the show, but it was the that place, like that gentleman's club. No, not that. I shouldn't have said gentleman's oh, club. Oh yeah, <laughs> like that. It's, yeah, it is a. It's not. It's a men's club. Men's club. Yeah, whatever. Sure. It's an Irish men's club. But, yeah, uh, real. Yeah, <laughs> and me place. and Joe were watching this game, and it's like it's not bad. We lost we were, the Capitals. Yeah, it was like four three. <laughs> it was game six. Yeah. Elimination. Oh no, game five. It was game five. We lost. We lost the series. The next round. So that kind of was like save, save this little bit. Of the series, no one was staying. But we're sure. talking. We're we're doing these jokes. These just angry, disappointed people in Penguins jerseys, like just all in this dive bar, Everybody like yeah. <laughs> but like we kind of like uh, I think Joe made a couple of jokes. <laughs> about it and it's like it got they kind of like lightened up a little bit like maybe we maybe we could have a good time tonight <laughs> maybe we'll be okay yeah. yeah um of all the segments you guys have done on the we got next podcast you've done a number of fantasy drafts yes mm-hmm. uh do you have a favorite topic that you guys have gotten to draft or a favorite, favorite team draft. that you've built i've never won by the way that's which is garbage well i thought for I me myself i you've won you won the video game one did i yeah oh, oh you went on the follow-up hey, episode I don't think. <laughs> yeah um me it was game of thrones I just the Thrones draft. Yeah. I thought it because it was an early one, and that was uh, our first one. And yeah, you be, you you were Mel Kiper. Yeah, because you didn't know yeah. anything about <laughs> I didn't it. Know, I've never watched Game of Thrones. Big board, but just an was, analysis on it. Yeah, yeah. He was, he was he would say these names and mispronounce them, and you could just see Joe dying a little bit inside every mispronunciation. And I've never seen Joey so heated. Like we're like, all right, we're gonna take a break, and he like was yelling at the top of his lungs about everyone's pick. Oh man, he. He, he, he gets he, into it. Yeah. Like, You're not he, taking this seriously. <laughs> no, it was just like, 
It, it was he was yelling about how he thought anyone could possibly beat his team. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. the fucking fire dragon! <laughs> the, the, the time uh, it, that Scriba took Joe Welsh in the draft. Oh yeah, it was like like how you could cheat beat the villain for Joe. Like yeah. he didn't know how to not pick his team, but like another guy had him. It was like it was like the perfect move. Like I'm on like, the rust. Yeah, <laughs> like, like I'll take Joe Welsh comedian. Joe's like Scriba. all right, that works. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> It was like allow it. Joe couldn't. It wasn't that like Screamer won that round. Joe couldn't pick another one after that because he was so thrown off by the the move. But I was like, what a strategy, Screamer! <laughs> great, it was a great strategy. <laughs> yeah, but that's it. Game of Thrones was fun. Game of Thrones, the video game one was. What fun. other ones have we had? Video we did games. video game. We did Game of Thrones. We did uh, uh, build your own mob, kind of like villains in a, in a. Oh, with Ian. Yeah, that was my favorite. Survive yeah. a zombie like apocalypse. Mob. Yeah. Um, I think that was my favorite team. Yeah. And then what was one? Oh, yeah, just five. I like the, the where we had to use sports actors, not real characters. Oh, uh, that one was garbage. Uh, yeah, we had to draft a five-man team of athletes. Yeah, because Joey were... took everyone from Friday Night Lights because <laughs> he thought Found they out. were the greatest athletes of all time. Booby Miles? No. He no, took, right? Uh, the movie, so good. Great movie. Yeah. He took, the, he took the running back. Yeah, you Tim. But from the TV thing? show? Oh, is that Riggins? Tim Riggins. Tim Riggins. Yeah. Yeah. Tim. I've never watched the show. I've done the movie before. <laughs> Tim, I, Tim Riggins. Well, you couldn't take Booby Mouse because it was, it was, Booby Mouse is a real person. Oh, yeah. Oh, they have to be. Yeah, exclu- it has to be completely fake. In like, oh, yeah, man, was your that, you lose a lot of uh, yeah. movies then. I think it took Forrest, Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. He was just a okay. premier yeah. athlete. Absolutely. Great athlete. Three sport athlete. If you count ping pong. Ping pong. Track. I wanted to take, like, kind of Kevin Costner and, like, a a trio pack and get all of his baseball movies. You know, like I get yeah. Bull Durham, Field of Dreams, and the uh, was it uh, not Phil, not the rookie, but the one where he's old. The Natural for the love of the game. Love sure of the is. Game. Yeah. So he's a, you can see his stages of his career Rowan, when, he, when uh, he was a catcher and then he Benny became, the Jet. Yeah. Rowan Gardner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Does Benny the Jet go? Yeah. Benny the Jet went. I'm trying to think who's not a real person. All the people I think of, I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure. Oh, it's based we were on getting text after like. Um, the, uh, oh, Chris, because Chris took Flubber. <laughs> no, I took Flubber, oh, you took Flubber. As, my, as my coach. <laughs> yeah. Invented, invented jumping, pretty much. Yeah, pretty Chris, much invented Chris took, jumping. Uh, what's the the cars? <laughs> um, McKean. Lightning McQueen. <laughs> Lightning McQueen. Chris's picks. Yeah. Some say amazing. they're bad. I think they're the funniest picks in the draft. Yeah. yeah. His picks, like they're so we off the, the wall, they are hilarious. With the rap, uh, rap, best rap album. He put, took Waka Flocka and all these guys, <laughs> Gucci Man. Yeah. I, I think when I had Joey on the podcast, it was right after you guys had done the Game of Thrones one, and he was still bitter about Chris taking uh, the guy who flashed his penis. Makes yeah. total sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like two weeks after. He's like, yeah, yeah Chris didn't care. <laughs> Stupid. He gets so I hated it. He said, yeah. like, you didn't prepare for this draft. I'm like, what am I, the only one that did my homework? Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I actually, like, for the, for the zombie apocalypse one, I felt felt like I was prepared. Yeah. I was getting all my picks and they were just shooting me down. And I, I was I left that episode like I thought I was ready. And then I, after some people listened, I got some some text. They're like, yeah, man, great picks. And I was like, yes, <laughs> thank you. I could, And then Chris won. I didn't win. I never won. Ian won the one with the villains, I think. I think he did too. Yeah, he had a really good one. You guys had the audience vote. We, we threw do, like a poll on Facebook. Yeah. Okay. I try to use it. as many phones as possible to vote for my team. <laughs> how, many, how many devices I could log in to yeah, vote for right. my team. We're wrapping up, boys. Any questions for me? 
Don't feel obligated. We've been hanging out for an hour. You don't have I to. I want to know what that flyer is. I've been looking at oh. it. I'm sure I could ask it. I could have asked it off air, but I just got to know right now. You could have known. Um, yeah, so on Friday the 24th, there is a comedy show at Needs Hotel just down the street from where we record at the Unplanned Comedy Studio here in Lawrenceville. It is Buck Comedy Night at the famous Needs Hotel. We've got... Tyler Ray Kendrick, Mike Sassen. Mike Sassen. That's what I thought. It uh, looks like Mariah Passarelli and Robert A. Creo all on this lineup. Jimmy behind the bar. These are seasoned performers. Relax with happy hour and hot dogs starting at six. Enjoy the show at seven. Like in the event time. of rain, we'll move indoors. Stick around after the party. Sounds wonderful. Valentino and the Avengers will be there. It's Friday, August 24th. I am going to be out of town up in Rochester, New York for I'm a gonna, cousin's wedding. I'm going to be in South Carolina. I think I have a wedding that night, too. Well, the three of us will not be there, <laughs> but because Eric asked. <laughs> we were, I like you trying do, to peek the whole time. You're like great at ad reads, almost. Like Thank you. you. Yeah, you've, yeah. Uh, we've, we've hinted at it a couple times in this podcast, but I, I want to ask, you have the official Dove release company of the Pittsburgh Steelers as your official oh, yes. podcast sponsor. Are they the Steelers? Yeah, they do. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah, but uh, how? Uh, I Joey knows. Joe. Jo- Joey has some weird connect. Joey and Trey have a lot of weird. I, I know a bunch of random people, but Joe Joe has these people with like the most odd occupations. He's like, I know a Dove guy. Like, who yeah. has a Dove guy? Who has a Dove? Yeah. Guy? Like, why does that Dove guy? Why is he the official Dove guy? The Pittsburgh Steelers. Why right. is he what listening? The Pittsburgh Steelers need Dove release. Why is he listening to our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> like the things that are all these He's coming like, together. This is the demo I need to get after. Yeah. yeah. These fans of comedy podcasts. But that is what is that? Dubs. Memory Maker. Memory Maker. Yeah. Official sponsor of the we, we Got Next, Next Comedy Podcast. Yeah, and the lovely Fire K Studios, Fire K Studios that puts up with us. But they, we just haven't yet come out on stage with doves flying and yeah. I don't understand how that hasn't happened yet. I think for a Bella Note show you yeah. guys have to Yeah. I feel like I got to meet Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, that's your connect. Hey, you know the Dove guy? <laughs> Not him, but the podcast that he sponsors. Can you get us in touch with Ben? Can you get in touch with Ben? All right, I'll settle for AB. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If the fans want to find your podcast or your individual accounts, what's the best way to seek you out on the internet? Uh, Facebook. We got Next Comedy page. Uh, it's a great way to find us. Um, the podcast? On Twitter. Yeah, what's oh. your... I, I, I'm at Trey Dunna, and um, the We Got not Next uh, yeah. handle as well. I'm at Eric Weber 91 and the comedy podcast, The it's We Got Next Comedy Podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and Lipson. Maybe laugh, Laffenheimer? What is it? Laughable. Yeah. Laughable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Laffenheimer's out there too. We'll get on there as well. Try to hook up that. <laughs> I am going to do what I can do to get this show, Garrett Teitelbaum. It's nice to see he's working on to Google Play. Please. So people like Trey can enjoy the podcast and join our three thousand monthly subscribers. Oof. I'm really behind on episodes, so I need. Like, I'm going to see you tonight. Like, whoa! I just, I'm all caught up. <laughs> <laughs> I just binge. I did it. <laughs> did not care for it. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff. No, I appreciate you guys both doing the oh, show. I'm glad you. we thank were able so to do it. Us. It had been a few weeks since I had gotten to record, so this was a nice way to ease back into yeah, having fun awesome. on Mike and getting fun and, and getting to hear a little bit about your comedy journey. Yeah. So I enjoy working with you. It's nice to see what we got next is up to. Um, it's nice to see you're working. Yeah, what do you say, kids? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're both very neat. <laughs> You have been listening to Unplanned Comedy Pods, a podcast collection.